So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. Two years this is what you say. Mom. You say their defense fucking sucks. And I'm like, bro, they're not that bad because they be stopping people. <laughs> they're like, optimistic. Bro, they didn't stop Josh Jacobs. They didn't stop him. <laughs> they didn't, though. But look, they won the game. Not the first one, but the last one. That's the one that <laughs> not counts. Not the first one, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but the second one, no one remembers the first one. Oh, man. Well, they should. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Wancast. This is a huge week in sports. Two marquee NFL matchups. I can't wait to get into it. What's going on, Max? Man, I'm good. How are you, bro? I'm all right, dude. We just got finished watching the what, Laker game? Yeah, we're taping this on a Thursday night. Lakers beating that Bucks ass. <laughs> Some NFL fans are like, dude, fuck basketball, getting into football, right? <laughs> All right, let's talk about Giannis, a.k.a. Lamar Jackson. Okay, I'm sorry, we're not, not, I'll save that take for a later podcast. Oh, man. So on a scale on a scale to 1 to 10, how good are these matchups that we got for the championship round? 10. 10 on both, right? Because we got the two young up-and-comer. Well, it was Patrick Mahomes isn't up-and-coming. He's, he's already here. We already know. Yeah, he's here to stay. <laughs> but we got the like the two next wave quarterbacks, would you say? Yeah, definitely. I'll agree with that. And, and then we got the two like assholes were like, hey, it's still my throne. Brady's like on his revenge season. He's kinda like LeBron last year where everyone's like, All right, I'm washed. Yeah, okay. And now he's like, I'm still I'm right back to where I belong. We got Aaron Rodgers, who every a lot of people, excuse me, would consider the GOAT or maybe the most gifted quarterback of all time. I think he's more gifted than Brady. I'm going to say it right now. But the GOAT debate's a different debate. Definitely, definitely. Who Out of all these quarterbacks, before we start getting into the specifics about these games, what quarterback do you think has to prove the most this weekend? I think it's Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers because they have the most to gain. Like, if Brady loses, like, is anyone really going to be like, oh, wow, Brady, now, now we think completely different of you? Yeah, he he's in a he's playing with house money. He's been playing with house money for years now. <laughs> Since like the fifth Super Bowl, he's been playing with house money or fourth Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, house exactly, money. exactly. Is there any so Mahomes is America's sweetheart, right? At quarterback, I've never met anyone who doesn't like Patrick Mahomes at all. Um, I'm raising my hand right now. If you guys can't see, no, no, <laughs> nah, no. I get what you're saying. You though. you hate him because he kills your team, but like, do you actually hate the player? Because I, I like I don't like Tom Brady. I don't like him in a Bucks jersey. I don't like him in a New England jersey. Like, there's some guys you just don't like. But is Patrick Mahomes a guy like that for like anyone? I mean, whoever thinks that he's not good or he's trash is obviously doesn't watch football. The guy's amazing. Uh, I still hate him though. 
Dang, I just like I have this feeling that like he's America's sweetheart right now. Like no one says anything bad about him. He doesn't get bad press. He does all the things right, which he deserves credit. He's a good kid, no doubt. He's yeah. I'm I'm older than him, which kind of makes me like sad. Cause I'm like <laughs> I'm a loser at this point in my life because that could have been me if I was born with the arm Patrick Mahomes was born. <laughs> so we bring up the quarterbacks who have the most to lose, and I would say going on the other end of it. The quarterbacks who have the most to gain if they win, Josh Allen, bro. If this kid wins this game. Well, if he lo- well, let me say this. If he loses, the haters are coming right back out. Josh Allen's a bum. He can't throw. If he wins, I think it's going to do a lot for quarterback like defense. Because when he came out, people were already like, oh, this kid sucks. He can't throw the ball 46%. I'm talking about you, Juan. He completed 50% of his passes. It's not good enough. I'm like, well, he's throwing in Wyoming. It's like negative 100 80 mile power wins cut the kid some slack he's not baker mayfield throwing 80 screens a game i get it fair points fair points and the fact that we're gonna get really into josh allen we might as well start off with with the chiefs and bills game but before we do that i want to just defend myself because max is over here throwing slander towards my way yes in in hindsight look all you guys out there in hindsight yes you can be the one that says, I seen the Josh Allen project coming, dude. Bullshit. Look, I, I can defend Max. Max is not one of those people. Max has been on the Josh Allen train since day one. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the credit. I just want to say, I'm, I firmly have a seat in first class in the Josh Allen train. I do have a ticket in the Lamar Jackson train, too, but I, I might be abandoning ship. <laughs> you know, I'm reconsidering. But the Josh Allen train, I'm still here for. Well, I mean, let's just bring it back. Bring it all the way back. You talk about his college days, and I would say this. The reason why I feel like the completion rating in college really does matter is because, one, the throwing windows are just a lot bigger in college rather than the NFL. In the NFL, I always tell people this. The difference between the NFL and college game with the quarterback play is quarterbacks in college throw to open guys. Quarterbacks and the pros throw guys open. There's a big difference. And, I mean, you you were kidding yourself if you thought that Josh Allen was a complete player coming out. He was definitely a project. His accuracy wasn't that good. His mechanics were obviously way off. Well, not where they are today, For the like, <laughs> just to sum it up. And he's come a long way in that department. Exactly. And that just points to the question, if Josh Allen wins this game, is this going to just change the perspective for GMs on taking a project quarterback? I don't think so, because I feel like GMs have always bought into the, what, what's not to buy in about Josh Allen? Like, what wasn't there to buy into? It's like, big arm, he's kind of accurate, he's a freak athlete. Like, people can buy into that, right? I think it was uh, his mechanics. I think they were really bad. But I'm saying, okay, you put you put Josh Allen's stats on Baker Mayfield. He's not going in the first round, I wouldn't say. No. Because Baker doesn't have the tremendous arm that Josh Allen has. He doesn't have the raw physical tools. So I think teams are always going to buy into the raw physical tools. We've seen that way too much to change. I think the only thing that's going to happen is they're going to give him more of a leash. And can I just bring it back to what you were saying about completion percentage and the throwing windows? I 100% agree with that throwing windows thing. But I don't think you need to look at completion percentage as a stat when evaluating quarterbacks. Okay, I think look. if you want to look at it, if you want to look at it and then go watch the film and see if it pairs up, because exactly. nobody can tell me. Exactly. Look. Because nobody can tell me Baker Mayfield's so fucking accurate in college because he threw 75% completion percentage. I'm like, bro, 
take out the screens, it's 62%. So is he less accurate now? That's why I take such a big piece of information from the completion rating for quarterbacks in college because the offenses that these guys run, if you're not completing over 50, fuck 50, if you're not completing 60% or better, <laughs> like there's no excuse, dog. Oklahoma, Ohio State, all these big schools, Alabama, half of the game now is fucking wide receiver screens. It's little dump offs. It's easy. Okay. And one thing that people didn't look at with Josh Allen, Josh Allen ran a really pro style offense back in Wyoming. <laughs> and he had shit receivers. No offense, Wyoming receivers. Yeah. So that's something to look at. And it comes back to what Max said the film won't lie. But I was I was one of the people I didn't think even after watching the film, I didn't see it. I seen mechanic problems and the completion rating really did match up with his accuracy at the time, because even his rookie year and probably a little bit of his second year, it showed a lot. But it was obviously because it it wasn't that he didn't know how to put touch or anything. It was just straight up mechanics. You know what's something that's so underrated about him this year? He doesn't throw the ball a thousand miles per hour on every throw. I know he can make the throws with touch, but now he's kind of like he lost some of that gunslinger mentality where he's like, you know what, I'll check it down for eight yards. Like that's cool, and that's a big part of like quarterbacking that people don't like take into consideration. Where it's like, look, he changes decision making, and so often people talk themselves into, oh, we can fix his decision making. If that was so easy, Jameis Winston be starting right now. Yeah, and that brings up another question that I just thought. Who was a bigger project coming out, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? Josh Allen went um, I don't think Patrick earlier. Mahomes was – I don't think Patrick Mahomes was as big a project as it was hyped. I think it was just Big 12. They don't play defense. Texas Tech sucks. Like the worst thing I hear about quarterbacks coming out, and I know we're going to get into the game in a few moments, but this is the worst thing I hear. This guy's not a winner. Dude, Patrick Mahomes playing with Texas Tech. They suck ass. Like, how was he yeah, supposed I to believe beat people? he lost the game where he threw for like 11 touchdowns. Seven, yeah, he threw 700 <laughs> yards and lost the game. Yeah, that's his fault. Dude, the dude threw 45 touchdowns or something and 10 picks, and they're saying he's a turnover problem. Like, what are you talking about? Anyone in the NFL will take four touchdowns to a pick. Like, that's not bad. And, like, there's just this whole stupid narrative. That's what I hate about the draft. I love 90% of the draft, but the stupid shit of the draft is just the dumb narratives that come out just to get guys stocked down. Yeah, and uh, Patrick Mahomes coming out, though, he was a little bit of a project, though, Max. Come on. He he sat on the bench. But they had, like, a pro-ready team. They had Alex Smith. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a quarterback first round and making him sit one year. Did you think that saw... was more of just respecting Alex Smith and what yeah, he's done? Yeah, 100%. And you don't want to rush the kid in. I've, if I had the choice, I would always take that guy a year if I had a competent quarterback there. Gotcha. Like, honestly, I would have no problem if Herbert didn't play this year and just sat behind Tyrod Taylor. Well, that didn't happen because the Chargers doctor was like, all right, we're going to kill this guy. We got to get Herbert in. So, no, let's do that. I but would disagree with that. I would disagree. You're they didn't I try to kill Tyrod? I would have had a problem. Look, I understand the Kansas City Chiefs method to the madness, okay? They had a good team. They were a playoff team for, what, three straight seasons already? They've been they they've been in the playoffs, okay? They had a good team. They had Kelsey. They had they had good running backs. They had, I think they had Jamal Charles at the time or whatever. The Chiefs were a good team, bottom line, okay, with Alex Smith. So if you have a winning team and a winning recipe, then yeah, I don't have a problem with it, okay? But if you're a team like the Chargers who 
<laughs> they didn't have a winning recipe regardless because their coach was hell-bent on selling the games. That, and they lost Derwin James, and they're over. Like, once once you see one game of Tyrod, I would have been like, okay, donezo. You're done. <laughs> Dude, Tyrod played like Tyrod. What do you want him to do? I'm just saying, there's no need to run. Like, sometimes I feel quarterbacks could just get thrown in, and they're kind of doomed from the start. Like, we can kind of say, looking back, Josh Rosen... I know he wasn't great in Arizona, but he was thrown in, and it was kind of like they fucked him. It really depends. It, it, I think you really got to fill out the situation because you it goes both ways, bro. You got the Josh Allen situation, and then you got a Russell Wilson situation. Like, throw him into the fire, throw him into the wolves. It's going to work out great. And then you got the other side, even the greats, like Pam Manny. His, his start didn't turn out so good. They won two games his rookie year. Yeah, that was a bad rookie year, but... He got the footing he needed to become a successful quarterback, probably arguably, what, a top three successful quarterback? Yeah. I think it, it, it's what you said. It just comes down to the situations. Yeah, and that's that's where that's where coaches and GMs and presidents of operations, whatever the fuck you are, that's why you get paid the big bucks to make those decisions. You just got to fill it out, and you got to make the right decision. But look, going back on the game, yeah, we got Bills it. versus Chiefs, all right? We got Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Let's start with the elephant in the room. Is Patrick Mahomes going to play? He was a full participant today. He has not cleared the concussion protocol. They expect him, I hear, to like do whatever he needs to do tomorrow. I know Chief fans might be a little like scared right now. I definitely would be if I was the Chiefs. Because if he does, if they don't have Mahomes, excuse me, they're not winning the game. Where's the panic meter at on a scale of 1 to 10? 6? I would do it a little bit lower. I would be because he practiced. Like, I, I'm not worried about it. Well, you know who else practiced? Clyde Edwards Hilaire's back, apparently. He should play. That will be Is huge. that big for them? That's huge. You, you know, know Le'Veon Bell ain't worth the shit. <laughs> he ain't been worth the shit since he sat out that year. I'm sorry, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Get that you man, back. That man hasn't played real like football real passionate football since he got paid. That man got the bag and just vanished. Boy, got the bag and bounced. But you know what? This podcast, we're never mad at people who get their bag. You get that bag, but then you're a bum when you don't earn it. Yeah, and and a big matchup with this game, you you bring up Hilaire and all that, is the Bills defense versus the Chiefs offense. Because don't you think this game is going to come down to that? It always is with the Chiefs. It's not about if you can score on them. It's about if you can stop them or not even stop them, slow them down. It's like it's like stopping a the greatest one some of the greatest basketball players on the court it's like you're not going to stop kobe you're not going to stop lebron you're not going to stop jordan you can slow them down well the first time these two teams played it was such a weird game remember it was that rainy game buffalo had some covid shit and clyde edwards hilaire had 160 rushing yards yeah he had a so, huge game i'm not predicting that clyde edwards hilaire is going to do that again but like i feel like both these teams they're in just such a different place now i mean the chiefs are always we always had them as favorite but buffalo we were like, oh, is this Buffalo team for real? And now we're like, oh, shit, they're for real. Like, I think Buffalo just needs to – I would just do my best. You can't get burnt by Tyreek Hill. That's priority one. Because you can't take away everything, right? You can't take away Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. You don't have the personnel on the Buffalo defense. No, you can't. And it, it just goes back to you have to slow down the Chiefs offense. And that whole situation when they last played, it was tough because the Bills, they just came out off a loss. They were sitting and waiting to see if they were even going to play the Titans the week before that because the Titans were that first team in the beginning of the season with the whole COVID situation. They had to cancel a game, and 
They winded up playing on Tuesday or Wednesday, <laughs> and, and somehow then, got off scot free. No <laughs> exactly, no draft pick stolen, no draft picks taken away, any of that. But it was a weird game, man. Josh Allen had his worst game of his of the season. He only had 122 passing yards. He only threw for two touchdowns. He had a pick. He had a 73.4 quarterback rating. It was bad. It was raining that game too, right? Like it was kind of a yeah. weird conditions game. It was an ugly game. Look, I'm looking at the Bills roster right now. Who are you going to put Tre'Davious White on? Because he's a he's the best cornerback on their team and arguably a top five corner in the league. Who are you putting him on? You got to put him on on Tyreek. I was going to say you put him on Kelsey, and that I would say that's the best way to negate Kelsey. Really? I know Kelsey probably get one or two, and then you just play like Tyreek. You kind of shade coverage to him the whole game. I think that's the best way to do it. That's what the Patriots have showed us. They say, you know what? Gilmore's going to go over here on your number two. Don't have to worry about him the whole game. And now you got two guys on Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That Bill Belichick. <laughs> and Sean McDermott, he's a hell of a coach. He's not Bill Belichick. No one is. We're not saying that. But that's what I would do. And you got to just try to get pressure with four. You know who I've been so disappointed by? I've been so disappointed by Ed fucking Oliver, man. That was my guy coming out. Yeah. Where have you been, my guy? He hasn't been that big of an impact. I feel like the only guy that can really have an impact on Buffalo's D-line is Jerry Hughes. Yeah, because they're just a bunch of, they're not big guys. They're not big up front. Ed Oliver's a big guy, but I'm talking about the Brandon Williams. They're, the Yeah, they're not Baltimore's D-line. Yeah, exactly. They're not They're more big speedy, though, as a defense. They're more speedy, which is yeah, good. Yeah, they're, like, they're Edmonds and Matt Milano, sideline to sideline. They're not going to impose their will on you. Can I add one key to the game that's probably not going to get enough talking about? Don't let Nicole Hardman score a touchdown on a punt return. Don't make it easier <laughs> on the Chiefs. Well, don't look, let, I don't even don't think Sammy Watkins is going to play. Oh, he's not? I thought he was going to go. He played last week, didn't he? Well, shit, I didn't see him on the field. <laughs> oh, a, come on. If he plays That's or not, not he hasn't been. A, he has, come on, dog. Sammy Watkins has been low-key trash this year. He's not trash. He's just, like, streaky. He just gets his bag, and he's like, you know, make a big play. Like, he's big in the Super Bowl for them. That guy's hanging on by threads, just pure <laughs> by talent. By the thread of his hamstring. It's like, it's like oh, you guys are thinking about cutting me or trading me? Let me go ahead and show off why I'm Sammy Watkins and I went number five in the draft. I think it was number four, bro. Which is <laughs> Even worse, man. Jeez, dude. He has so much talent, but it just seems like he never wants to – Keep it consistent and show us game after game and just have a great season. Even if he does play, dude, it it's not going to matter. It, Mahomes is going to hit whoever's open. I think they need to also make an emphasis. Don't let Mahomes out of the pocket. Like, did you see how Buffalo rushed uh, Lamar? They were like, you know what? We're not even going like, to try to get upfield. We're just going to push everybody together and corral you. And yeah, I know Lamar Jackson is the fastest quarterback in, Matt, in Madden, excuse me, in, in real life. But Mahomes is arguably more dangerous scrambling because the aspect of his arm. Dude, he has he has he leads the league in third uh, on third downs. Quarterback runs for first downs. That's not like bullshit. We're like, oh, we got him, we got him, and then it's like, oh my god, Jesus, like backbreaking. <laughs> Mahomes Those is are the breaking plays, <laughs> bro. Mahomes is the definition of when you're playing Madden, and it just seems like you stop the guy first down and second down, and it's third down and ten or longer. And he just winds up running a bullshit play, and he gets it. Like, with a quarterback run. Like, that's that's what Patrick Mahomes is the teams. <laughs> that's not fair, man. It's, like, annoying as hell to deal with that shit in Madden. But, look, who do you think is going to rush the ball better, Buffalo or Kansas City? Oh, man, that's tough. Both of these teams are capable of throwing the ball 50-plus times. But 
I, I think I it comes back it's to come down to. I think it's, they're going to have to have some success running the ball. One of the teams is going to have to have some success. Yeah, but and Kansas City is so weird, dude. They've been they've been like this for the past two this years. This is what you say. Moms. You say their defense fucking sucks. And I'm like, bro, they're not that bad because they be stopping people. <laughs> they're like, optimistic. Like, bro, they didn't stop Josh Jacobs. They didn't stop him. <laughs> they didn't, though. But, like, they won the game. Not the first one, but the last one. That's the one <laughs> that counts. Not the first one, though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But the second one, no one remembers the first one. Oh, man. Well, they should. But, look, I don't think that's going to matter. I don't think the run game is going to matter big in this game. I think the ball is going to be thrown about 40-plus times on both sides. The Bills, if they're smart, and I know they are, you just said Sean McDermott's a very good head coach. And a lot of teams just dare the Chiefs to run the ball. You've seen what the Saints did early in this, uh, earlier in the season. They had two safeties back, and they said, okay, motherfuckers, run this ball. I dare you. I don't care. We're going to drop all these guys back. We're going to only rush four, and we're going to keep our safeties back, and we're going to dare you guys to run this ball. Because That's the- what I'm saying, though. The team that's going to be able to run the ball in both these scenarios, because I'm guessing if I was Kansas City, I'd play the same way. I'm like, I'm not letting Josh, Ar- Josh Allen throw a 50-yard laser across the field. That's what you got to do. You got to run the ball right there. And, you know, both these teams have mediocre defenses, right? No, I wouldn't say the Bills or are average. mediocre. They're average, a little bit better. Say. Come on. Okay, you're gonna, okay. So let's just say they're a little bit average, a little bit better than league average. But they're both really well coached. And they both have this, like, knack of making, like, timely stops. Like, I love the linebackers for uh, uh, Buffalo, excuse me. I don't give a fuck what PFF says. Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano are two of the better linebackers in football. I don't give a shit what, if they're 108th out of 109. Go yeah, watch their sideline to sideline. And this is the Chiefs' strength. They have an amazing D-line. Frank, jo- Frank Jones. Frank Clark, excuse me. Chris Jones. Derek Nadi. I'm not going to say the other guy. was Kapaswuro, whatever. I can't say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they got Tyran Matthew and Juan Thornhill. They're playmakers. I think that's what both these teams have. It's not about, oh, we have 50, like 10 guys who are solid. They'd be like, we got three guys who can win the game for us on yeah. defense. They make a play. And that's what it's going to come down to, in my opinion, is is the turnover battle. Look, Josh Allen has a fun stat about Josh Allen. We got a little bit of fun stats in this podcast so far. But look, and I think you know this one. Josh Allen has never thrown an, a red zone pick ever in his career. Do you know Lamar hadn't thrown one either before 101 yards later? <laughs> it might be Josh Allen's turn, dog. You know what? He's taking care of the ball really well this postseason. I know he's had a clo- couple close calls, but doesn't every quarterback every game have a couple close yeah. calls with interceptions? Yeah. I, I get what you're saying with the whole run run thing, and that is very true. If the if the Bills just somehow flip the switch and they're able to run the ball, that's going to be great. But even if the Chiefs are able to run the ball, they have so much confidence in Mahomes, and they rather just pass the ball. That's that's who Andy Reid is and, and Eric Bieniemy. Which defense is going to make the big play to swing the game if you are a betting man, which you are? I, I will go with the Chiefs just because of what we've seen over the last couple years. They're, they're, they have Tyron Matthew, man. It seems like he, he's always been around the ball ever since his LSU days. That's why they call him the Honey Badger. Okay, he strips the ball, he picks the ball, whatever he has to do. And then we all know what Chris Jones is on the defensive line. He's a fucking pass rushing machine. I would go with Buffalo. I would say I would take another LSU guy, Trey White. And I love those two safeties. You know I love those two safeties in Buffalo. Micah Hyde. 
Mike uh, Mike uh, Hyde. Mike Hyde is you're good right? too, but you're talking about more Jordan Poyer. That's your boy. I, no, no, I'm, I'm with them. 50-50 right there. I love them both. And you got okay. your boy Levi Wallace in there. He gets a couple snaps a game. You got Josh Norman talks that shit. Man, Josh, Josh Norman, Norman had the perfect matchup for him last week. <laughs> oh, no receivers at all? That match. He was like, oh, here. Oh, Des Bryant in the game? Let's go. This boy more my oh, speed. Like, five years ago, that's like <laughs> top tier <laughs> matchup. Des Bryant. Who's winning this game one? I'm going to go with the Chiefs, man. It's hard for me not to. It's going to be a good game, though. I have it close. It, it's hard to pick, dude. It's, it's very hard to pick. Josh Allen is playing amazing this year every time we think that josh allen's gonna turn back into what we've seen the last couple seasons you mean does it man he comes out and he performs so i gotta be in a close game but with the chiefs winning just come on dude it's patrick mahomes i think for years to come it's gonna be hard to bet against this guy i got the chiefs winning 34 to 31 josh allen is not turning back into joshy allen i got the bills winning 33 to 30 oh shit oh let me just update you guys really quick since we're picking I went three and one last week. I'm sixty four and twenty four. Juan went four and zero. Oh. Yeah, undefeated, whatever. never shit. lost. Big shit. Fifty seven and thirty one. He cannot catch me if he tried. <laughs> Couldn't catch me if you tried. I already have the crown, so I could just play with house money. I'm just trying to build the lead up. Oh man, who who are your X factors for this game? Just one on both teams. Let's not do quarterbacks. Can we agree to that? Yeah, my minds are not quarterbacks. I'm going to take the Bills O-line. I know it's not a sexy pick, but you cannot let Kansas City's front four have success. Keep Josh Allen clean. You guys have a really good chance to win this game. Shout out to Feliciano, ex-Raider. I love you, bro. Mitch Morris, Deion Dawkins, Daryl Williams. They got their hands full this week. They got Frank Clark, who we know plays good in big games. And we know about Chris Jones, like you said earlier. And Kansas City's going to bring the pressure. You know that. It's kind of scary because we both know both these quarterbacks are freaking monsters against the Blitz. My Kansas City X factor, it's got to be Tyran Matthew. If he can get an interception or a big pass breakup, which he seems like he always ends up with one big pass breakup a game, the Chiefs need that. The Chiefs need, I'd say the Chiefs need four plays on defense to win this game. And they somehow always get them. Yeah, they do. I'm not arguing that. Uh, my X factors, I'm going to go with Chris Jones on, on the Kansas City Chiefs side. Chris Jones, it seems like he's just built to be an X factor. He's just waiting, a play waiting to happen, whether it's a trip sack or a big tackle for loss or uh, sack Bad sack ball. loss, whatever the case is. Do the guys? He's amazing. He, I know he's a one trick pony, but he's a damn good one trick pony because he is fucking elite at pass rushing. Okay, and then on the other end, I'm gonna go with Cole Beasley. Look, all these Ooh, fucking NFL writers want to call this dude an All Pro. And put him on the all-pro team. Fucking show oh, it, I dude. I know what this is about. Is this about <laughs> there was no all-pro to second tight end? Oh, my God. I know. Fuck you. He's, he took my boy Darren Waller's spot. <laughs> you want to be better than Darren Waller? Show up in the AFC Championship, dog. All right? You're the you're the you're five seven, and you scored the most touchdowns for a five seven player. Like, <laughs> did you see that? What's stat? wrong with that? No, I didn't see that. What's wrong with that? Look, man, I don't give a shit, dude. Come out, show show, show out, and come to play, dog, all right? Cole Beasley, I'm talking to you. I think it's funny how we didn't, like, we don't ever tell each other our X Factors or stuff, and I picked the uh, Bills O-line, you picked Chris Jones. So we both were kind of thinking in the same uh, vicinity on that one. Exactly. So let's move on. We got the goats, bro. We got the goats, dog, all right? 
You were saying that Rodgers has a lot to lose in this game. More than Brady. Brady's playing with house money. Rodgers has one Super Bowl. And I think we both know when you have two Super Bowls, it's just a different ring to your name. It's a, it's like, oh, one year. Oh, he got lucky that one year. When you do it twice, it's like, oh, yeah, that, that guy's he's the guy i know it's i know it sounds so stupid but that's the culture we live in i don't agree with that like the packers didn't get lucky the year they won aaron Rodgers was a beast the packers were a great football team but how many times have we seen them in the nfc championship game and they've lost i'm gonna pull some aaron Rodgers slander right now dog i want to start this off he's a great quarterback okay he's one of the most but ta- he's one of the but, most talented <laughs> he's one of the most talented quarterbacks i've ever seen okay but here he comes go here comes the butt all right but this dude has okay, had go. some bad playoff moments dog all right he Look, hasn't been he hasn't don't had bring some up good seattle. memories in, in nfc championships okay don't I'm bring just up gonna seattle. start off with the first one and we're gonna start off good okay he won this game this was his first nfc championship and he won it it was against the chicago bears he threw for 244 yards he did not throw a touchdown he threw two interceptions and he had a passer rating of 55.4. Now, Max, you're going to tell me, dude, come on. It was the Chicago Bears. That's all they had was defense. And you're correct. No, I wasn't going to say that. I was. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> but no, that's the Jay Cutler where he's like moping on the sideline game, right? And B.J. And Raji Caleb Haney was Caleb the starter. Haney. And B.J. Raji had a pick six. Yeah, B.J. Raji had a pick six and Caleb Haney had to <laughs> come in. Yeah. That was not. A, that was such a. That was such a defense-oriented game. People would hate it now. They'd be like, "Oh, there's not enough scoring." Ew. Yeah. So he won that one, and he winded up winning the Super Bowl that year. But bad game, which he was tremendous in. I would like to add before you slander <laughs> him some more. He was bad. He was bad in the NFC Championship. Okay. Now we fast forward. This is against Seattle. This is the famous Brian Bostick onside kick comeback. Okay, you can't put that one on Rodgers, man. Look, I'm not gonna put it on Rodgers, but I'm just basing it off his performance, off what he did. Okay, he went 19 for 34, 178 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, passer rating of 55.8. That's bad. I know it's against the LOB. Continue, please. Now we move on. Another NFC Championship against Atlanta. All right, Atlanta, this is a bad defense, okay? No, no, that was not a bad Atlanta defense. You stop that. <laughs> no, no, no. Atlanta was rolling that year. I'm pretty – can I give you a fun fact about this game? What? It was a blowout, correct? Yes, it was over by the first so half. I didn't, I didn't watch it because I was sitting in a Laker game in Dallas where they got blown out by 50. <laughs> I do remember That's, that. <laughs> that was like – I was so mad, bro. But continue. Go ahead. So he went 27 for 45, 287 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and got sacked twice. And that shit th- didn't matter. So passer rating was 91.6. But look, a lot of that shit didn't matter. We just we just told you guys that it was a blowout by the after the first half. It was it was donezo. So a lot of that shit was garbage time. Can I add to this really quick? Yeah, Packers just in general. I don't, I'm not a huge Packer fan. I love Aaron Rodgers, but. They had some really bad playoff moments in the 2010s. We really talked did. about the Look, Kaepernick game. They only, they only, yeah. There, there's a lot of games I'm not including. There's the Arizona game that I'm not including. There's the which one did you just bring up? The the, the Colin Kaepernick, the Kaepernick game. game that one was at home. Tw- two of them. No, there was two of them. The one in Candlestick. Remember where he had like the um, read option? Yes. When the, oh, 
These are Rogers shri- was dragging a bunch of those teams. He like these are strictly NFC Championship games. I'm not including divisional or wild card losses. Okay, so we move on. This is recent. This is last year. San Francisco 49ers also a loss. They were down 27 to nothing at halftime. Okay, that was the score. I'm gonna tell you his stats: 31 for 39, two touchdowns, two interceptions, got sacked three times, and fumbled the ball twice. So I bring this up by bad. saying that game was a blow. There was a couple of blowouts. The Packers got blown out in two of the three, right, or two of the four? How many games was it? Two, uh, two of the four. And w- which two were the close ones? Seattle, Seattle, and and they won the Chicago one. And the Chicago one. Okay, man. I mean, look, let's. Let's not say it's all Aaron Rodgers' fault. I don't think you're saying that either, right? It's not, but it's something to look at. It's something you can't ignore. I would agree with that. I mean, let's be real. Those Packer teams, like last year's Packer team, we both know was flawed. Like we were like, oh, they're good, but like no one ever thought like they were actually had a chance to win that game. But but like you said, like he, you're the you're the goat quarterback. Everyone says you are. You gotta try to keep exactly. Your teams in games. I'm with you on that. Front. You're that, and if he would have won these games, he would have been the shit. Come on. The one that screams out bad to me, I don't count last year's as bad because I just thought the team was just so outmatched. The Falcons one I thought was going to be closer than what it was. And they were hot. They were hot that year because they, they didn't have a good record. They played the wild card round and the division. Oh, Zoni ran the table? Yeah, he ran the table. Jeez, man. I just wish those Packer teams were just better and they helped him more out. I but get like, you. Look, I'm, look I, I don't like... I don't like uh, slandering him. I I like Aaron Rodgers' game, dude. He's a bad man. Like fucking dumbass Stephen A. Smith always says, okay? But you want to be called the GOAT? What did Stephen A. Smith do to you, bro? <laughs> you want to spend two minutes talking about your dislike? No, Stephen he's a. not Smith? worth it, all right? Let's 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 move on. I want to stay on Rodgers, okay? Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Everyone wants to call him the GOAT. He's this, he's that, he's this, okay? I'm just holding him to a very high standard, okay? I hope he does win this game. But he's not. Boy, you just love you some Tom Brady. After the years I heard you say, I don't like Tom Brady. Now you one year in Tampa Bay and you're you're buying in. <laughs> well, let's Jeez. go over it, okay? Let's 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 go over some of these keys, okay? What do the Packers need to do to win this game, first of all? You can't give the Bucks any short fields. Every time the Bucks scored against Drew Brees, they had a short field. It was off a turnover. Don't make it easy on them. Because we kind of saw their offense didn't look amazing. No, it didn't. And man. I want it. Look, the Packers have been running the ball very good this year. Okay. We all know what Aaron Jones brings and what Jamal Williams brought last week. Okay. But there's a guy that we've been talking about all season. Okay. Max loves him. Who is it, Max? You mean my boy AJ Dillon? AJ Dillon. All right. I want to see some AJ Dillon this game. This is this game screams AJ Dillon. You got Cole Lambeau Field. Against the Bucks, who are the best run defense in the league. Vita Vea is coming back. I'm a big Vita Vea guy, and he's a huge part of their run defense. But I think it's kind of hard to say. You haven't played in three months. You're like 350 pounds. Come back in game shape. I think if they get past this round, he's going to be a big help. But I don't think we can expect too much from him. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, he hopefully he's a big impact because we all know what Vita Vea brings to the table. But. I just like this game for A.J. Dillon. I feel like he'll be a good change of pace and really grind out this game. Because the Packers are going to have to ground out, grind out this game. This Bucks defense is ferocious, bro. They got Devin White back. Antoine Winfield is playing really good. The rookie. 
and they got the goat on their on their side. Okay, who's out for blood? I think a key to this game for Tampa Bay is they cannot become one dimensional. I was really impressed by how they stuck with the run game against New Orleans, weren't you? Very impressed. And New Orleans is very good against the run. Who do you have more faith in winning the game if it ends up being, like, say both teams end up going one-dimensional, just pass the ball, pass it, pass. I got more faith. That plays into the Packers' hands, I would say, more than Tom Brady's. Is Tom really? Brady? I, feel I like don't Tom Brady I right got now, the I got the Bucks. I feel like with Tom Brady, though, when most they've had most of their success, they have, like, the, uh, the run personnel, and they have an extra lineman, and it's play action. We're going to keep them really protected. And... One of the keys for this game has got to be keeping Tom Brady protected against Sedarius Smith, Rashawn Gary showing signs of life, Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, Dean Lowry. The Packers always got one good white defense alignment. <laughs> it's like Boston Celtics, like for 30 years, always had to have like that one white guy who was solid. For real. Now they still got him. He got dice. But like, <laughs> that's got to be one of the keys for both. I mean, both teams have great pass rushing units. They do. They do. Who? What offensive line you got more faith in? I would say the Packers. Just what we seen against the Bucks last week. The Saints were getting some pressure at times. And let's be real. It's not like the Green Bay has had a cakewalk, a defensive line, like a defensive line so far. They had the Rams. No Donald was banged exactly. up. But their defensive line is good. It's not all about Donald. I'm going to love this Elton Jenkins versus Sue matchup. And even Vita Vea if he winds up playing a lot of snaps. Well, they got, they got Jenkins more on. Uh, he's a tackle now. Yeah, for Bakhtiari. Well, Corey yeah, Lindsley, which is, too. Which is crazy, though. Imagine they had Bakhtiari. They basically have three all pros. Man. Jeez. I, I hate. I just want to bring it up because Lyman never get the credit, man. And I just always want to bring up how big his injury was to them. I know they beat the crap out of the Rams. Yeah. But you'd always rather have the guy than not have him. So, I'm going to go to the other side of the ball. Last week, can guard Mike. I'm sorry, got, excuse me, can't guard Mike. I don't want to say his name <laughs> wrong. Got clamped up by Carlton Davis. You can say the quote Carlton Davis said to him. Go ahead. I know you want to Bruh, say it. That man violated Michael Thomas. So on Twitter, <laughs> he said he called him Oh Slant Boy. He low-key is Slant Boy. He is Slant boy. boy. I was dying, bro. That shit had me fucking dying because it's so I'm pretty true. Sure I have... Because Juan's a big Michael Thomas guy since his days at Ohio State. I've always been kind of like, I don't get it. It's just slants. We both, I both keep it calling him Slant Boy. I'm like, fucking Slant Boy catching another <laughs> two yards. Like, yo, he that's his name from him, here bro. on out. Slant Boy. But look, he got his hands full because De- Devontae Adams is not Slant Boy. He's every route in the tree boy. Who Do you, do you think they can slow him down? Because no one's been able to slow him down. Not little Ramsey. Devontae Adams has been a fucking beast this year. Can Carlson Davis slow him down? He can slow him down. He can. I think something that's underrated, and I'm just going to make the case against Devontae Adams, He's, you would think he's not a tough matchup because he's not overly fast. He's not overly big, but, man, his routes are so crisp. His feet his his feet are phenomenal, bro. It's, it's great. Does he look quicker than last year? I think he 100% looks quicker. Yeah, because last year he was hurt. He was obvious. He was hurt almost – a good part of the season, I know, because I had him in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other keys for the Packers? Like, what, what do the Bucks need to do other than Devontae to like shut down this Packers offense? Do they have to take away the run? Well, they got to obviously get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They can't let him. They they can't let him slice and dice and get those plays that he got over the Rams, even getting outside the pocket and running for a touchdown and all that shit. And that can't Pump happen. Faking a guy out of his shoes. Yeah, that can't that happen. Leonard they got to. 
They got to get in his face and they got to get pressure. It's the same thing on both sides. The only difference, Rodgers can kind of move still. Yeah, Tom Brady, he's still got that old man where he's like, I don't want to get hit. Like, don't hit me, please. I'm old. Yeah, and, and the same thing for the that we said with the Chiefs and Bills game. These two teams played each other too. It was very early in the season and it was a dud because the fucking Packers got blown out by the Bucks. Bad. They. They started off 10-0 and then lost 10-38. Is this the first time where both championship games, like the teams had a regular season matchup? No, I wouldn't say that. They, it has to happen in the last 10 Oh, yeah. Years. Well, I'm sure. I just can't think of the last time it did. I mean, I'm sure we could look it up. but Yeah. Do you put any account into that game? I don't think so. I think the Packers are playing with so much more confidence. That yeah. was week six, first of all. It was Packers' first loss. Exactly. When you know when you're four zero, you feel like king of the world. You take a week off, and that's the type of shit that happens to you. Yeah, I don't, I don't put nothing into it. Way too early. Both teams, uh, all four teams that are playing in the championship round, are completely different. When they first played, I was still like not sold on the Packers' run defense, but now I'm sold. It's yeah, it's legit. Exactly. I know Cam Akers had ninety yards, but. Like, it didn't really impact the game, I thought. Yeah, we got Packers defense. Packers defense improved. The Bucks passing game and just offense in general winded up kicking up into second gear in the end of the season. You got the Chiefs where, well, the Chiefs were, <laughs> they probably are the same team. but Yeah, they rolling. Yeah, they they've rolling. been rolling. But And then you got the Bills. The Bills, until, until they really winded up beating the... Who was it? Who was their big win of the year? The, the Steelers, I don't think probably. It, I don't think it was beating anybody, bro. I think it was losing the way they lost against Arizona. I think that's what brought the whole team together. Yeah, ever since they then. Did. But they were they they've been good the whole they played year. Great that game. I I think yeah, maybe they when they game. when they winded up blowing out the Rams, but the Rams kind of almost came back. You remember that game early in the year? I think week three or four. Yeah, right? some people thought like, oh, they're good, but they're not ready yet, and. I mean, Josh Allen just kept on getting better and better, and they've been hot. That's when Josh Allen, like, face masked the guy and did a scramble. It was, like, bad, dude. That end of the game was wild. Yeah, all, all these teams are hot, man. So who do you got in this game for, for Packers and Bucks? Who who are you rolling with, dog? I'm rolling with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, shit. I got the Packers winning 28-17. 28-17. Damn. I think it's going to be very close, but, the like, something's going to happen where Packers add on like that little cushion and then they put it out of reach and wow okay well I'm not rolling with Aaron Rodgers okay and uh, one thing I want to say that is good on Rodgers part that I forgot to mention which is a really good thing he is positive in the playoffs that's good he's 12 and 8 overall I like how you're not giving him a little credit before you pick <laughs> so he's gonna go 12 and 9 is what you're gonna be saying he is gonna go 12 and 9 I'm rolling with Brady Okay, it's going to be a very close game. I got 26-24 bucks. We didn't talk about this with the last matchup, but who's got the coaching advantage, LaFleur or Arians? I go with LaFleur. I like Bruce Arians, but I feel like he always coaches his team a little sloppy. I don't know. This is going to be interesting to see with how Bruce Arians coaches his game. I have a feeling, though, Brady will manhandle it and do what he wants to do at the end of the day. One thing I love about this game is it's like the two old guards – of QBs, and we kind of lost two QBs this last week, Philip Rivers and Drew Brees. Yeah, Rivers and Brees, man, they're gone. Uh, you feeling old yet? Yeah, I've been feeling old for like 10, not 10, like 10 months now, man. Ever since I turned 25, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm old as hell. Both these guys are linked in a way. Brees was a starter in San Diego. They replaced him with Rivers. 
Drew Brees, they kind of gave up on him. He goes to New Orleans and sets the records. I just want to say one thing. I've been a big Drew Brees hater in the last four years just because he has a noodle arm and no one gives him shit for it. He had an amazing career. There's no doubt. First ballot Hall of Famer. I just hope one thing doesn't happen. I hope people don't start making the statistical goat case for him because of all the passing records. To me, passing records in the NFL are kind of like three-point records in the NBA. Them shits were not that good to start with because no one passed the ball in the early days. So now that we're resetting them, we have to take it all into context. Like, let's just say a guy like Phil Simms. He's going to get shit on by, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick as, like, quarterback with all the stats. But who was a better quarterback? Phil Simms. And yeah, I just hope it, it sucks we, for all as guys. NFL fans, take it. Yeah. As, like, with a pill of salt. Pill of salt. With a grain of salt, excuse me. It's going to suck, dude, because these last three years, it was tough. Or four years, really. It's been a tough road. He won one Super Bowl. Uh, he should have won multiple, though. Don't you think? I think there was some mismanagement and the bounty gate thing set them back. Like, remember when they were in cap hell for like two years? They <laughs> yeah. get, getting out stupid and their contracts. defense sucked. <laughs> yeah, like those years, it wasn't on Drew Brees. Like, he was doing the best he could to keep them afloat. I don't, can I have one more thing? Drew Brees changed the city of New Orleans. He did. We all remember Hurricane Katrina, the devastation it caused. The Saints were a big part of the healing process. And I got to say one thing, Drew Brees, he meant, means so much to the city of New Orleans off the field. Like on the field, shit doesn't come close to what he did off the field. Yeah, dude. And obviously his his best year, I would I would say it was 2009 when they won the Super Bowl. They went on an amazing run. They beat Arizona. Then they beat Minnesota. They, they beat a really good Brett Favre team that year. And then they winded up That playing. one hurt my soul, bro. Yeah, that was that a great game. That was one of the best NFC Championship games I watched. And I was I was rooting for Brett Favre, dude. I'm a big Brett Favre fan. It was a crazy game. He got lit up that game by that by that bounty defense. Kill the head and the body will die, said Greg Williams. But <laughs> I feel like that's the last old NFL game we have where it's like, man, you could just tell physicality's different, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't see it now in the playoffs where it's like, those guys wanted a... <laughs> I know the Saints were playing for money, but it's not like the... Vi- like I thought the Vikings guys wanted to kill those guys, too. Mm-hmm. They had a couple oh, of good yeah, I, I think Antoine Winfield Jared was Allen. still playing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's fucking it's just, crazy. It's, and, now, I feel, and now we're watching his fucking son in the NFC Championship. I know, right? I feel bad for the Saints on the Bounty Gate thing because it's not like they were the only team that did it. And I feel people forget about that because they just remember the team that got caught. Yeah. And, man, the thing that is crazy, he won that Super Bowl when he was 31 years old. I'm looking at it right now. That's crazy. Really? Yeah, he won it when he was 31. He was already old. This was that, 12 years ago. Jeez. Yeah. So, Breeze has been in the the league for a minute. I mean, he beat the Colts that year. He beat Peyton Manning in his prime. The Colts team was a very good team. The onside kick was insane. Yeah, the Sean Payton, that was a hell of a call. Yeah. I've never seen that in a Super Bowl since. That was insane. What's, what are you going to remember about Breeze? I'm going to remember how he lifted the, the city of New Orleans. I think that's what it comes back to. A lot of people are going to remember him for his passing yards and touchdowns and all this and that. But I'm going to remember just what he did for the city of New Orleans, man. After Hurricane Katrina and winning that Super Bowl was just so big, man. He put the Saints on the map. Since you took that, I'm going to say I'm going to remember just the noodle arm. Asp- no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucking around. That's messed up. I'm going to say I'm going to remember he was part of one of the biggest what ifs in NFL history. If he goes to the Dolphins, does that change the Dolphins? Definitely. One of the part it changes of the- New Orleans yeah. for sure. And what if he just stays in? What if San Diego's like, you know what? 
Like, we have faith that you'll come back fine. Yeah. What happens to the Rivers? And look, let's go into Rivers. This is a big what if, but look, I give mad respect to Rivers, okay? No, he's not He's not on the level of Drew Brees, the Mannings, the Brainings. No fucking way in hell he's not. But look, I got up close to see Rivers, dude. I've seen him in person, okay? I went to a lot of Raiders and Chargers games, okay? That's, that's the quarterback I've seen the most out of everyone. And I've seen him kill the Raiders. And I know, dude, the Raiders suck, all right? I've seen some bad Raider teams, okay? But I've seen it up close. Phillip Rivers take hearts out, dog, out of defenses and talk shit while at it. He kind of had like a cornerback's mentality playing quarterback because most quarterbacks don't think like they don't bark shit at people. He was feisty. I'm going to get into it right now. I'm going to remember the competitiveness of Phillip Rivers and his unorthodox ass throwing motion. That somehow <laughs> that worked for him. baby. That shit is ugly, but it worked for him. And he gave his heart and soul to the San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. I'm not gonna really put the Colts in there because you wanted a one year, bro. So we all know it's San that. Diego, bro. So he 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 gave everything to the city of San Diego, man, and he genuinely loved San Diego. What are you gonna remember about Philip? I'm gonna remember him kicking the Raiders' ass, dude, constantly. He had, I think he had like I was looking it up earlier. He had five game winning drives against us, five and seven playoff record. Okay, and looking at some of his playoff games, I would say his biggest playoff game ever that he won. Was probably against Indy, against Bay of Manny, dude. Back in 2007, that, that was the, a big game. That's when they go to the AFC Championship game, yes. right? And they winded up playing New England, and that's the game where LaDainian Tomlinson was a little bitch. And oh, come on. He was. Come fair. on, dog. He was. He was on the sidelines with his little coat on. And he wanted- it was cold. He didn't want to get pneumonia or COVID. <laughs> he was over here, my knee, my knee. Look, that's a, that's one thing I remember about Rivers too. He played with two bad knees, sprained torn MCLs, a- torn ACL. He had a torn ACL and he played. That's fucking insane, dude. All and time he, and tough he played guy in moment. that game, man. That that dude, he's a competitor, dog. And- I honestly would never have minded if he won a Super Bowl. I was never gonna root for him, but when you when you play like that with such a competitive fire, you kind of want to like wish he kind of had some more success than he did. And I know he means a lot to Charger fans. So anytime you have a quarterback that quarterback a team for fifteen plus years, you got a special one. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he look he had some good years, man. It looked like he got his shit done in the wild card round because look, his first playoff game he lost against New England. It's New England, and it was a close game, 21 to 24. That was in his first playoff game. Wow. That was a close game. And then they beat Cincinnati a year. They even beat Baltimore, man, in 2018. I forgot about that. That was Lamar's first playoff game. Yep. Lamar's first playoff game. They won that game. So, look, he's had some good years, man, and he's also had some bad years, unfortunately. I mean, I am going to remember that year when he threw a bunch of picks. He was Jameis Winston before Winston. Pre-Winston era. (laughs) BW before Winston. Yeah, dude. But, hey, all love to Rivers, man. I still hate you, dog. You're a Charger. Okay, I'm always going to have some hate for you, bro. That Raider hate. And that's what I used to love about Rivers, too, man. He used to love playing in Oakland. That shit used to fucking fuel him. He used to love that that 
us Raider fans used to fucking hate him. I want to say he definitely hated the Raiders too, which is nice to see from a quarterback. Because most quarterbacks, you say, they're like, they're the poster boy, they're calm, cool, collected. But he fucking hated everybody that wasn't on his team. <laughs> exactly. It's like the Chiefs, bro. Like, Patrick Mahomes really doesn't like, he doesn't dislike the Raiders at all. He's he's probably just like, oh, it's the Raiders. I, be, I, I end up beating them twice a year most of the time. <laughs> like I said, anything else to talk about on Rivers and Breeze, man? Let's just say two great careers. There was a lot left on the table, team success-wise, for both guys. Yeah. And not entirely their fault, but some blame. And the thing, one more thing before we move on. Dude, Rivers, he's the only quarterback out of that class in the, for those first-round quarterbacks to not win a Super Bowl. He was in the same class as Eli and Big Ben. He's the only one without one. There were, how many quarterbacks were in the first round? Just those three? I wouldn't say it's just those three, but those are the three most notable. Oh, yeah. Well, both those guys got multiple, which is like makes you look a little shittier than two. Exactly. Because he's always going to be tied to those guys. And he's going to be tied to Drew Brees. <laughs> so just another Super Bowl winner, man. That sucks exactly. for him, but so look, what are you going to do? Exactly. What are you going to do? But look, head coaches have been getting hired like crazy, man. You know who hired a coach today? My Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. We hired Nick. Sirani, I don't know if I'm saying that right. He's the Colts OC. I guess since we can't get Frank Reich, we got to bring Frank Reich to Philadelphia. What do you think of the hire? My first reaction, I posted it on Instagram. Max hates me for it, but <laughs> I think they're trying to get some of that Frank Reich magic back. You're 100% right, though. And does this not solidify Carson Wentz is the guy? I wouldn't say it solidifies it, but... It is looking towards that way. I think you're crazy. They're, like All the talk was he wants to go with Frank Wright. Well, we couldn't get Frank Wright, so we brought him in. Basically, his disciple. This guy was with the Chiefs. He was with the Chargers. He's been all over. He's 39. I guess the NFL new trend is we don't hire minority coaches. We just hire young co- coaches that work with quarterbacks. Is that too like raw of a take to say on the podcast? No, because, look, before we move on, what do you think of this hire? Like, What do you grade it? Do you like it? Six out of ten. Six out of I ten. I feel like okay. it was so Frank Wright. If Frank Wright will get him in, he's young. He he's he looks the part. We got to hire like a quarterback coach, whatever. Typical bullshit. It still doesn't matter because our roster is bad. I I like the in fact my, that you guys are sticking with Carson Wentz with the hire and all that. But let's hope they they bring a little bit of that Frank Wright action and magic back. But please, you you bring up the whole hiring process and. Kind of switching on to the Rooney rule. I are how well, shocked are you that Eric Bieniemy has not gotten hired yet? Well, explain the Rooney rule for those who don't know. Well, the Rooney rule was brought in to interview minority coaches, and now you're required to interview at least one minority coach for your organization. Regardless, if you're going to hire him or not, it, you have to interview at least one. And now they're even adding more incentives this year because they feel like it's a really big problem. Is if you hire a minority coach, you get a draft pick for it now. You get compensation. I don't think there should be draft compensation tied to hiring a minority coach. I think the best guys should get the jobs. So that just leads me to think, how the fuck doesn't Eric Bieniemy have a job? The only way I think is if Houston has some deal with him or after the playoffs he takes over, but I just don't understand. Yeah, and who knows if he's going to take that Houston job. It's a bad job, I hope dude. it comes out. 
that they offered to him. He's like, fuck you. But look, I don't want to go there. I, I don't think it's because he's black that he's not getting hired. I don't know why. I hope it's not. But it wouldn't shock me if it is because I've I have heard some stories about organizations and how they mis mistreat minority coaches and how they look at them. Just a team like the Miami Dolphins, I heard. Okay, I know they have Brian Flores now, but they were under a, a different ownership at the time. But there's a lot of former players that said they didn't even look at Mike Tomlin at the time. When Mike Tomlin was interviewing for them, they said that Mike Tomlin interviewed fantastic. Like, he was great. Nothing was wrong with him. But they didn't hire him. And they didn't say why. And it's just like, it just goes to show you, like, kind of like, uh, like... Is it was it because he was black, dude? Because a lot of the players think that. And I believe the players that, that used to play on the Miami Dolphins because they know the ownership the best. So it doesn't it doesn't pass my mind that it, it might be a reason, bro. I know some of these organizations, like obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think they're that kind of organization. To be honest, the Raiders, I'm not even being biased here, but the bias um the Raiders have always been open to hiring minority coaches. They were the they first the to first have one. a minority quarterback. Believe it or not, they hired real... the first minority coach. Yeah, exactly. The, so uh, beer I... commercials now. Yeah. Oh, nice man. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag get Tom Flores in the Hall of Fame. That's another story That's for another happening. day, man. But yeah, I don't. I don't think the Raiders are that organization. But there are some out there, dude. There's some racist motherfuckers out there. Okay. And I wouldn't doubt it. Well, wasn't there the report that teams were circumventing the rule from a few years ago? I did not hear about that. You, I remember, I think, reading it on Bleacher Report maybe at, like three years ago that they, teams weren't even waiting to hire. They were like, we want that guy. We're not even going to interview a black guy. Or, oh, not, yeah, not yeah, a black yeah, guy, yeah, Excuse yeah, me, yeah. a minority. It was like when the, it was like the Sean McVay shit where it was like, we got to go find a quarterback coach who's white, who's young. We got to go find that yeah, guy. Yeah. He's cool. He's got a model girlfriend. I, I hope there is no racism. I think we're, as a society, we're like transitioning to a much more quote-unquote woke place. Personally, me and Juan are both minorities, so we, it's not like it's ever been an issue for us, but it's an issue for some people, and I hope that's not affecting the hiring process. But like I said, I hope Eric Bieniemy gets offered the Houston job and he tells them, fuck you. Do not go to that dump. <laughs> Does that keep Deshaun Watson there if they hire? Fuck no. No. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. I hope Deshaun's like, Eric, I'm not staying, bro. Please don't I think me. at that don't point, Eric like... convinces him. No. Please don't. Be like, you be my Patrick Mahomes thing. <laughs> you just got to work hard. Oh, my God. You know what Eric B. is going to be if he gets that job and he's begging Deshaun Watson? That's Steve like Timo. That's like Timo Cruz going to Samuel Jackson's home, dog, begging for his spot. What back. I gotta do? What I gotta do? Get back on the team. What I gotta do, coach? <laughs> Tell me what I gotta do. He's at Deshaun Watson's fucking doorstep at like four a.m. Telling him what <laughs> I gotta do, dude. For you to stay, dog, just stay. Well, I'll tell you one place Eric Bieniemy's not going because they hired a coach today, Atlanta Falcons. Well, it wasn't today, excuse me. They hired him this last week. Arthur Brown, the Titans OC. What would you think of that one? I want to see if that winds up keeping Matt Ryan. I want to see what he does. I don't know if they're going to get rid of Matt Ryan or draft the quarterback. I'm really interested to see what happens right there. They're going the the complete opposite from those defensive guys because <laughs> what fucking – uh Dan Quinn with all defense are out. <laughs> I've liked the Titans offense. I know the you know, like we had the we had all our stats and it was Titans have the twenty first passing offense. I never thought it was that bad. I thought it was a lot better than twenty first. I like the hire. I want to see what he's doing. It's just it's more interesting to think who are they gonna keep? Is Julio gonna stay? 
Matt Ryan gonna stay? Todd Gurley, resurgence. Stop. New Derek Henry. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Only, we're only His mentioning not treat him cornerstone good. players here. <laughs> Come on, that's messed <laughs> up. I miss I miss the old Todd. Hey, but look, we're talking about Dan Dan Campbell on the on the last podcast. I did a little bit more research on him. Oh, yeah, I actually do know who the fuck he is. I didn't know that was him. But he was the re- tight end coach the back in too. Miami on Hard Knocks. That's how I know him. I remember you sent me that and it clicked. I was like, oh, yeah. Me and Juan are like Hard Knocks experts, I would say. I'd test our knowledge. My favorite ones, the Ravens, were OGs in the Hard Knocks game. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I love Hard Knocks. Uh, even though the Raiders one was kind of weak as fuck, you would think that would be my favorite one, but it really wasn't. It was the, it was the Anto- Antonio Brown fucking soap opera. Uh, for our yeah. season, the feats, the frostbitten <laughs> feeties. Exactly. Hashtag fuck AB. Well, uh, <laughs> that's the only reason I took us down this path is to get the hashtag going again. <laughs> All right, man. Well, speaking of hashtags, make sure to follow us on Instagram, man. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're always posting. All of our pictures and opinions and all kinds of shit, man. Juan's throwing fucking shots at me. I'm at work. I check my phone for a second, and I'm seeing Eagle Slander talking about get the magic back. Thanks, bro. (laughs) Exactly, dude. Look, you can see it all. All right, in real time. Right when post, turn your post notifications on, bro. You can see when we drop a post or whatever like that, man. And that is at Max underscore Juancast. And what else you can follow us on, Max? What are some of the streaming platforms? YouTube. Is that one? Ding, 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 YouTube ding. YouTube is one. Twitch? No, we're not streamers. We're podcasters. Go, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Follow us on Apple Podcast. That is the second right. one. Should I know? Uh, Twitter? Twitter Sp- one? Dog, come on. Spotify, bro. You're not Spotify. a Spotify user. That's why. I don't know how to. I don't know you use Spotify. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not a Spotify user. But look, the odds sorry. are that you're listening to this on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts are pretty high. Okay, we know what our audience does. We know what you guys listen to, and what devices you listen to them on. All right. Can Can you fucking edit that so I don't sound like an idiot, please? I yeah, I, I, I got you, bro. I, I I won't hint. Uh, wink, wink. <laughs> if i knew how to edit i would do it myself oh man but look the odds are that that you're listening to this on spotify youtube or apple Podcasts is very high dude so if you're not already subscribe follow comment down below like this video all right fucking like it you gotta hulk smash that motherfucker smash that fucking like button the way aj dylan's gonna smash the bucks fucking defense's teeth in. <laughs> oh, smash <Jesus>. it <laughs> Smash with the way Giannis just smashes Montrez Harrell in the face with his big fucking Greek elbow. <laughs> Smash it. Oh, man. Okay. Energy high in this podcast, man. It's the, we get the best at the end whenever I do this part because I'm always, like, pulling pop references, shit I just saw on TV. Like, that play happened in the game. So, <laughs> hey, come on. Just like it. Oh, man. All right, dude. Well, I'm excited. Got a hell of a weekend ahead of us. It's it's conference championship time, bro. The next time we talk, we're going to know who's in the Super Bowl, right? Whether it's going to be Brady, Mahomes, Allen, Brady. Who knows, dog? Maybe even some Rodgers and Mahomes. Look, right now, before we go unrehearsed, what's your dream scenario for Super Bowl? Brady, Mahomes. That's the best one. Give me Rodgers, Mahomes. 
You know what? Scratch no, that. I don't want to see Rodgers. Let me get Rodgers. I want to see the Let passing. Let me get Rodgers and Allen. Let me get the big arms. <laughs> oh, man. I want to see the passing of the torch. I feel like if Mahomes winds up beating Brady, that's that's like Jordan passing the torch to Kobe. That shit's been passed. <laughs> Loki. Tom Brady's nah, dying. Brady's hanging on by by just a string, bro. Okay, fine. We'll see, okay? <laughs> All right, Max. We out. Have a good one, everybody.